You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 96, Thoughts in the Basement, Unpacking Beliefs About Race. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to the podcast. It's the beginning of June 2020, and life just keeps offering more and more opportunities for us to manage our minds and feel our feelings and be super uncomfortable. I want to start by saying that I know I'm privileged. I know I'm ignorant about racism. I know I lead a very insulated, segregated life. I work in a private school with a predominantly white faculty and student body. I live in a predominantly white community. I don't have close friends who are black. And while I don't go around making racist remarks or consciously thinking racist thoughts, I know that just by being a white person in America, I'm unwittingly contributing to the racism that exists. And I now know that being non-racist isn't the same as being anti-racist. This past week, I did a lot of reading, a lot of listening, and a lot of thinking about my own beliefs and thoughts about race. And what I found wasn't all pretty. I recently heard a fellow life coach, Jody Moore, on her podcast, Better Than Happy, talk about the subconscious mind being like a basement in our house. And I really liked this analogy, so I wanted to share it with you here. According to Sigmund Freud, there are three levels of human consciousness or awareness. There's the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the unconscious mind. The conscious consists of what you're actively aware of at any given time. It includes what you're thinking about right now. It could be this podcast and the words I'm saying. It could be your thoughts about what your kids are doing in the next room, or your thoughts about what you need to pick up at the grocery store later this week. You're aware of those thoughts happening now. The subconscious contains information that's just below the surface of your awareness and can be retrieved easily and pulled into conscious awareness. Subconscious memories aren't memories that are readily accessed, like your address and telephone number, but they're memories that we can draw up for a specific purpose at a specific time, like the name of your third grade teacher. Hi, Mrs. Bernabo. Most memories are subconscious. We don't think about them on a daily basis, but they can easily be accessed with the right trigger. Then there's the unconscious that contains the thoughts, memories, and desires that are buried deep down below our conscious awareness. Even though we're not even aware of them, they still have a lot of influence on our behavior. Much of psychotherapy focuses on accessing the subconscious mind and bringing up memories that might be relevant to understanding your current issues or problems. For example, when I first became a mom and I wanted help for my anxiety and irritability, 
My therapist and I explored my childhood memories and the ways in which my early experiences and relationships influenced my then current beliefs and behavior. By making those connections, it was easier for me to understand some of the possible reasons for my struggles. So what Jody Moore said was that our subconscious mind is like the basement of a house. Now, we don't have basements here in Florida, but we have garages, right? And even though some of you have finished basements or air-conditioned furnished garages, many people like me use those spaces for storage. And while I strive to use my garage to store useful items like our holiday decorations and sports equipment and tools and paint, I've been known to just throw stuff in there because I don't know what else to do with it. And then I completely forget about it, sometimes for years. The subconscious is where we store all of our memories and past thoughts. And over the past week, I purposely went down into the basement and started opening up boxes in there and finding memories and thoughts I hadn't looked at in a while. Memories of messages I received from my own family, some racist and some not. Memories of experiences I've had with black friends, acquaintances, and even strangers over the years. I remembered a lot. And you know, part of the reason I hadn't looked in those boxes in the basement is because of how painful and uncomfortable it can be. I uncovered thoughts that caused me to feel ashamed. Shame likes to hide in the basement. I had to ask myself, do I want to just shove those thoughts back in the basement and hide them there for several more years? Or do I want to pull them out, shine a light on them, examine them, and sit with the emotions they bring up in me? Feelings of anxiety and fear that I'll say or do something that offends someone or that I'll get called out. It feels like a buzzing all over my body. It feels nauseating too. I asked myself, am I willing to be uncomfortable while I look at my thoughts and decide what to do with them? Am I willing to endure some buzzing and nausea? Seems like a small price to pay for personal growth becoming a person who stands up for social justice, and affecting change for Black men, women, and children. I decided that I am willing to be uncomfortable for as long as it takes, because I want to be that person. I want to be that mom. I want to understand my thoughts and assumptions without judging them, which is really hard because my tendency is to shame myself by thinking, I shouldn't have this thought. I shouldn't feel like this. I'm a coach. I'm a social worker. I should know better. But as soon as I think those thoughts or judge my thoughts as bad, I immediately want to put them back in the basement and not look at them anymore. Being able to take a look at what's in there and examine it with curiosity is the first step to change. I don't want to be ignorant anymore. I used to think that ignorance was bliss, so I didn't watch the news. I didn't read about so many topics because I thought they didn't affect me. I realize now that that was ignorant, that of course these topics affect me because I'm a human in the world, and that ignorance of human suffering breeds more human suffering and hardship. Canadian writer David Gator said, privilege is when you think something is not a problem because it's not a problem to you personally. So I'm educating myself and becoming more knowledgeable, starting with reading Me and White Supremacy by Leila Saad, followed by How to Be Anti-Racist by Dr. Ibram Kendi, 
I ordered a few books for my daughters to read, including The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas and New Kid by Jerry Craft, all of which I'll link to in the show notes. Those books are for older kids, but I'll link to a list of resources for younger children's books as well. Even though it might be tempting to focus on reading and educating your kids now, I want to encourage you to do the work on yourself first, meaning that you too look at your thoughts in the basement and get uncomfortable. Maybe you've already done the work. I can't remember who I heard this from, but someone said, we're all waking up at different times. We're all at different stages of our awakening. I think the most important thing is to get on the path and stay on the path. Keep moving and learning and examining all the thoughts that come up along the way, even when it's hard. I'm sure I'm going to screw it up. I'm sure I'm going to offend someone. But in the words of the German theologian Meister Eckhart, the price of inaction is far greater than the cost of making a mistake. I want to share a well-known poem by another German named Martin Niemöller, who delivered anti-Semitic sermons early in the Nazi regime, and then later opposed Hitler and was sent to a concentration camp. He wrote this poem about the cowardice that he and many Germans showed during the Nazi rise to power in World War II. Many variations and adaptations have been published in English, but this is the version that's engraved in stone at the New England Holocaust Memorial in Boston. They came first for the communists, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a communist. Then they came for the Jews, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Jew. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a trade unionist. Then they came for the Catholics, and I didn't speak up because I was a Protestant. Then they came for me, and by that time, no one was left to speak up. It's time to speak up and take action. Black Lives Matter. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com. Listener.